Hey everybody, welcome out to another episode of Words and Hafa Adai. Is that how you say that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Hafa Adai. Hafa Adai. His shirt says Hafa Adai. Oh, I can only see Ha Ed. That's what he can read. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it's so, phonetically right. We haven't done this for a while. I've like actually introduced ourselves, yeah. so no, people don't care. I am Buck, and myself. <laughs> you are yourself. Josh. Yeah, and I'm Darren. We're back again for another episode of. Do we really have seasons? I don't think we do. Yeah, we're still on season know. one. I have to put it in. I have to put in season and episode when I do this. So we've been on season one for this is probably twenty eight. Yeah, something like that. Maybe we should go to thirty and then new season. I think uh, the guys at What's That Channel called they did they cut off their first season at like a hundred episodes. Well, but well they, they were also doing two a days there for a while. Yeah. yeah, they're practicing for football. The only thing I do two a days is triple bacon cheeseburgers. Hell's yeah! Oh, right. No, it's even better. Can't see do it anymore. No, the double down. Oh yeah, that was awesome. <sighs> I hit like three of those in a week and felt like shit. A double down for those who are listening who don't know what it is, which I guess most of our people that listen are fat dudes, but in case you're not, that is two fried chicken breasts with bacon, cheese, and some type of spicy sauce between them. With and no the, bread. Yeah, there is no bread. The the the, the fried chicken breasts act as the uh, the bread. As the bread. It is orgasmic. It's amazing. I prefer the heel piece myself. The heel piece of the chicken? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was actually just... It's got a really sharp talent on it. Be careful. So, so we were talking to uh, uh, me and some some friends that I go to church with. We were talking about what you call the end pieces of a loaf of bread. Because some people call it the butt piece. Some people call it the heel. You know, whatever. In Japan, it's the bread's ears. The bread's ears? Ears. Yeah. They call that the ears. Which is a freaking... That's amazing. <laughs> I thought that was great. Wow. I just always called it the end. You know, and I love me, it. That reminds me. Part. Every time my I talk favorite to part. You. <laughs> <laughs> All right, still my favorite. Part. Josh is getting edited out of everything. But uh, the pizza bone, you know, the crust. Uh huh. We've always called it the pizza bone, and I was really amazed at how many people have never heard that expression until I met you. I had never heard it called the pizza bone. Yeah, yeah. same here. I always called it the crust. Yeah. Even my kids are like, can we get the pizza with the cheese and the pizza bone? There was this kid who called the stuffed bone. It's the marrow. There was a guy who ran a pizza joint down on the corner uh, near where I lived when I was about 11 years old. And he was really, really, really friendly to all the kids in the neighborhood. And we called him the pizza bone. Did he have a nondescript van? Uh, Yeah, it had had the sweetest bubble window in it. He was really weird around all the kids, too. A lot of the adults talked. Uh, Oh, uh, I was reading some stuff on Twitter the other day, and the guys from uh, What Are Your Thoughts, those three uh, dudes over in England, they were going to do this survivalist 24 hours, no food, no shelter, no water, and they were going to record it, and they got rained out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was kind of ironic, because I sent That's them a really- message on Twitter like, hey, good luck, you know. I said, I'm soft now. After 20 years in the Army, you know, I am i don't do that stuff. And uh, the one dude replied back that, you know, he was in the RAF, so he's used to hotels as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, I would do that with you guys. It'd be fun. That would not be fun. With you guys. For you said for 24 hours. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just hanging out outside. Yeah. That's Can what we bring saying. a lawn chair? <laughs> like, hold on, hold on. What was their criteria for the survival stuff? Oh, it just said no food, no water, no shelter. Does beer count? That's not water, officially. I mean, it's that's what ninety nine percent water, <laughs> but it's not called water. That's true. Well, some light beers are. 
Yeah, that's true. Well, we could do that. We could just sit around and record ourselves for 24 hours. Just. I would be a part of that, and I would want nothing to do with it. Isn't that Coors Light, like their slogan, the water of beers? Uh, I'm just kidding. (laughs) That's a terrible slogan. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I do know that Miller High Life is the champagne of beers. Hells yeah. It's been many, many a year since I drank it, but I was a champagne of beers guy. Really? I kind of bounce back and forth. You're not even paying attention to what's being said. Yes. No, I've always bounced back and forth. Like yes, when we no. went we went to Atlanta City, you guys had to explain to me what the difference between IPA and all that other stuff was because mm-hmm. I've never known. I was just like, that one tastes all right today. But I think uh, my favorite's always been Corona now. It has always been Corona, corona now. <laughs> Should I rethink how I said that? <laughs> no, that's the, that's the new branding of Corona. Corona now. <laughs> Man, if they do that, I better get royalties on that shit. I have some Corona now because they did. Uh, was what? that was the royalties? Was that a Corona joke because of the crown? <laughs> oh, it's not intentional. Oh, triple layer dead joke. That's when Josh does his best work accidentally. Mm-hmm. I got four kids and they're great. <laughs> <laughs> accidentally, not accidentally great. I have four kids. Whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? They, your kids might be great, but it has 100% to do with St. Liz and 0% you. Oh, my God. So I want to talk about her a little bit. So please. I'm sure she would love this part of the podcast. I know. I'm a teaser. Uh, I don't think it's going to be anything disparaging. Don't worry, Liz. We're cutting this out. <laughs> There'll just be a blank after this. <laughs> no. Uh, so the first one was I went back. We went back to Ohio and I did a bunch of electrical work at her parents' house and installed batteries and smoke detectors. Mm-hmm. No, re- rewired the hallway switches because yeah. found a bunch of flashlights in the basement. <laughs> I was gonna say you asked me that previously. Did you find flashlights? Yes, but I knew better than to shake them. <laughs> they've been no. there. They've been there since the beginning of the house. Yeah, right. It was built in 2017. We just built it. I don't know how it got there, but no. So we're doing that stuff, anyways. She's uh, I don't know. She's been tired lately, so she's been jumbling her words a bunch. So we get back and. I'm asking her, I'm like, hey, is there, like, Farmer's Almanac, is there a time frame that the we're supposed to start getting the cold snaps or the early freeze or anything like that because I have to bring the fish that are outside in or to kill them? And she looks at me and goes, well, how long can fish survive in water? That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and I look at her, I'm like, well, let me think about that. Their whole life. Yeah. All, I was like, um, always, why? She's like, you know what I meant. I'm like, well, yeah. And then uh, we found another one. There was a well, squish. What, Go ahead. What did she mean? I, I don't know what. <laughs> you, she meant She meant how cold can the water be for them ah, to survive. But okay. she came out with how long can they survive in water? And yeah, I paused. I was like, mm, yeah, oh, always, always. And then All there was right. another one. She ran over a frog in the driveway. Oh, my gosh. Murder. Did I croak? <laughs> but she called she called me and she's like yeah the frog in the driveway still squished i'm like that's good i'm like i'm like i'm sad to hear that i really hoped he'd make a recovery <laughs> it didn't reinflate yeah i'm like damn it it's still squished let me know when it unsquishes so she's been struggling with that but it's been comedy gold for me to rush it to the vet <laughs> no there's no squish doctor um it's in an envelope <laughs> Just put it in the manila folder. It'll it'll be all right. Oh man, can you the vet opening that up? Yeah. Oh, they mailed it to us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, Saint Liz killed a frog. Dang it! 
I guess she's not the patron saint of frogs. No, she's not. Was there a was any there other a, amphibians or just? It was just a frog she ran over. There was no other amphibians there. I have other amphibians. I have salamanders, and that's the only other one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Darren looks tired as hell. He's like, "This is so boring." So we're in the middle of the sum- of summer 2021, which Whoa. means one thing: the 2020 Olympics are over. Are they over? There, I think they have a day or two left. There's a few, few days left. Okay, I didn't usually that, after that the, is actually the 2020 Olympics, right? Because is, yeah. of the COVID thing. All right, uh-huh. I didn't realize that. Have I'm you, like, I'm like, wait. Did you see how they changed the Olympics? Because it said like 2020, and then the like the original one uh, that was supposed to be last year, and then they changed the zero into an O, and it transferred into Olympics. But they changed it the way that it looks. It's so in 2020, right? But then the 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 zero, zero is an O for the Olympics. Is an o, yeah, well, that's what they were gonna do. Then they changed it because now it's in 2021, and uh, so it still says 2020. But then after the zero, there's an NE, so it says 2021. Ah, uh, see, I was just gonna go with the, the slash one. 2020 Olympics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how you spell it. It's so Olympics, it's Olympics. And so Darren and I were talking a little bit the other day uh, because they. We, so we were uh, when we were eating lunch, we were watching the news, and the news said that. 40% of there was a poll taken I don't know which news company polled it but they they took a poll and 40% of people believe that they could compete in the Olympics which uh, and I think that they mean like Do they, they mean could, win? Well that, I, that was my question was it I could compete, compete or be competitive. Too. Yeah. I could I, show up and be like hey guys what's right up? so the poll was compete but I sort of feel like it was intended to be be competitive. Uh, right? And uh there are some events that I feel like I could be I actually do like curling i mean you sweep the ice right so i thought you always swept the leg i would i would look like mr burns throwing a baseball remember that yeah episode? <laughs> that would be me like the shot put yeah <laughs> so uh, there's some crazy stories with the olympics this year though there may have always been i just never paid attention till this year there are actually my wife has forced me to there's actually record low uh, viewership of the olympics this year because of the political stances that many people have taken or that other people have decided not to watch because one or two people have decided to take a political stance. So they're they're not not supposed to take a political stance. They get penalized or even kicked out for doing that. Don't they? No, not exactly. I mean, it depends on how they do it. Right. Uh, I mean, I guess that's the easy way to say it is it depends on what they do. And because I know like taking a knee, you're gone. Yeah. Over celebration on the, on the booth, you're gone or on the podium, not the booth. Are there any Olympic sports that you think you could compete with Josh and be competitive? A couple of years ago, maybe, but not now. Eyelash curling, maybe. Yeah, ooh. eyelash. Cur- that's a good one. <laughs> I don't know, there's so many. I mean, hell, golf's in there now. There are. I, I used to be able to do golf. I want to say that in the last Olympics, there were 28 different sports that were present in the Olympics. This year, there are. There, the, I said last year, but I meant last Olympics, tw- uh, the 2000. 2016 like four, Olympics. four years ago Olympics yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well five technically but hey, whatever. It's four slash five yeah uh, but this year there are actually 33 sports uh, because they surfing was new this year skateboarding was new this year I can't remember what the other ones yeah, were they're really trying more. to draw in uh, different demographics the younger groups and I have to say if they do uh, the skateboarding and stuff like that like they do at the X Games I will totally watch that crap I mean, yeah, they have. It's a lot of the same people, right? Well, so, I'm talking about like, um, you ever watch the X Games? Uh, yeah. 
like uh, after they were done or they did uh, they did their competition and uh, Tony Hawk went up there. He he tried. I think it was like six times to do the first ten eighty, and it was awesome watching him wipe out. And then he they pulled it off. It was great. Like they didn't take it really serious. They wanted to see if he could do it and stuff. I know the Olympics are way more professional ish. So well, no. It, it, so in the Olympics, uh, the, it happens to be the skateboarding one. The very first ever, it was a twelve-year-old kid in the Olympics. Oh yeah, Shit. the very first person who has ever in any form of skateboarding landed a ten eighty in actual competition. Nobody has ever done that before. He did it. This twelve-year-old kid was oh, the first awesome. one that ever did it. Yeah, yeah, because Tony Hawk's wasn't in competition. So that was, was just wicked. he was the first one to land one. Yeah, that maybe on TV. I don't know, but. It, it was on the game for sure. Yeah. For him, it was. <laughs> yeah. For him, it was insane. Just watching him do it, I'm like, I'd get, I'd throw up just watching him spin as fast as he had to to get 1080 in there. And he was doing it like it was a huge drop in pipe and like almost a complete vertical instead of the slight ramp for the half pipe. And he was flying up there just to be able to get enough air to do it. And then still, it was a pain in the ass for him to land just because he was spinning so fast to be able to hit. So, 12-year-old boy mm-hmm. that did it, congratulations. That's amazing. Yeah, I don't remember his name. I, in fact, I don't even know if I ever knew it. It's Steve. Probably. Most there kids. are lots of 12-year-old kids running around named Steve. Yeah. Steve. None of them are named Skyler or yeah. his middle Jimmy. Name, his middle name's Hawk. <laughs> Stevie Hawk. But so. no, that's pretty cool, yeah. And so, I saw water polo on at the airport the other day. I'm water like, polo. Yeah, they can't touch, right? They're completely... Yeah, they're treading water. Treading yeah, water. They're tre- yeah. Yeah. The, the, actually, the, the uh, U.S. women won gold. Nice. Congratulations, U.S. women's. Not all of them, just the ones that competed. Some, I was actually like, some of them uh, don't look so fit. Like, oh, there was one lady to be that was on the U.S. Uh, uh, team. That was probably bigger than me. I mean, she was a big lady. Well, she looked like, she looked like she could crush some triple bacon low, cheeseburgers. Low body fat uh, usually makes you way less. Yeah, she buoyant. does. She didn't even have to kick. <laughs> she just, she just floats around. They were implants, <laughs> not in the way that I meant breasts. But yeah, no, I saw that, and that is not a game I would compete in. I could tread water like some fierce, but you start trying to throw a ball or. All the stuff that they do in that game, which I am very unaware of, but it, it would probably be difficult. If there was like hopscotch, I'd probably kick ass at that. Double the, Dutch. The Olympic hopscotch team. Nailed it. So there are some ridiculous Olympic events that I thought that we could cover. That's essentially what it is. Is uh, can, I, can I cover one? It's not a ridiculous yeah, go thing. For it. Go uh, for it. The Belarus. Um, That's an event. That's a no. That's a country. Actually. Yeah, it is. I'm trying to think. Uh, sprinter. She was a sprinter. She was supposed to run a sprint. Uh, basically, it was a straight race where it's just a distance. I don't know what it was. No gains allowed. True. <laughs> <laughs> Go no. ahead. Um, but the Olympic Committee from Belarus apparently. Oh, the changed shit. changed yeah. it at the last minute. She was going to be in a relay. I don't know if you have ever run a relay, Darren. I know recently you haven't, but. The running part's pretty easy, but doing the handoff is incredibly difficult because you have to get the timing right for you to do the handoff and them to take off. And if you drop the baton, I don't know for sure if you're disqualified or if you get a chance, but if you step outside the box while doing the, the handoff, you're done. It doesn't matter. So it's really difficult. And they're like, hey, the sport part of running that you've never done before, we're going to have you compete in the Olympics for it. 
And I guess she expressed her how upset she was because it's like, I don't know how I've never done this before. So this is going to be new. So I'm pretty irritated they did this. And apparently that made her a dissident for Belarus. I guess Belarus security before she even did her event came to her room, forced her out of the room and was in the process of forcing her onto a plane to get her back to her country. And like, I guess she called her grandma. Her grandma's like, don't come back. It's like they, you are plastered all over the news right now as an enemy of the state kind of thing. It's just it's a huge thing. And she was able to use Google Translate. Thank you, Google. You saved a life. Um, so the Japanese police know that she was having issues um, and she didn't feel safe. So the Japanese police actually intervened, uh, took her to the Polish embassy where Polish has granted her. Isn't it amnesty? If you asylum, are, that's it. Asylum. They're trying to tell me immigrant. I'm like, nah, that's not right. Asylum. So they granted her asylum. And at the same time, her husband also escaped from Belarus because basically they're just putting everybody to death. Yeah, there's actually more to it than that. She, so the they the Belarus presidency, uh, the president was just elected. He's also the head you of the Olympic Committee. You have to air president. Yeah, yeah. So the thing is, though, is uh, she was vocal about the fact that he should not have been the president, and she thinks the election was stolen. And so that was before she ever went to the Olympics. Yeah, but uh, so, so she was upset about that, but yeah. she didn't make – she wasn't, like, grandstanding with that. She did make those comments, but it's – she didn't – it wasn't so much on a um, like to, outsp- to be outspoken politically. Like you have a lot of followers, you get your name out there, and all this information. She didn't so much do that. She just did it to her like Facebook page or some junk, right? I don't remember. Yeah, because I saw it briefly. Don't really watch the news much. Yeah. I prefer to comment on things that I don't really have a working knowledge of. Yeah. Well, this was crazy as opposed like, to as opposed to Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's the same thing. You prefer to comment on things that you don't have a working knowledge of. Oh, yeah. No, I guess that isn't opposed to you then. Yeah, that's the same thing. Come on, guys. Yeah. But no, it was crazy. Like, I mean, I guess Liz was telling me that when the Olympics was still not up and coming because it's been around for a while. Yeah, just, but, um, just, just a few centuries. No yeah. Big deal. yeah like, uh, but it used to be the main place where olympic athletes would come to olympic athletes came to the olympics get the hell out of here just to show their skills <laughs> did you paint your ceiling darren no yeah i don't care about that either <laughs> <laughs> but no they used to come just to be able to compete uh, no to when you leave your country to go to another one because you're afraid of your country defect yeah that's it defect thank you nailed it they would actually come to the Olympics with the sole purpose of defecting. Which is the opposite of infecting. Yeah, you're so <laughs> defecting, you're indefecting. Mm. I got to stop you're doing so that. They're not working. Yeah, you're so fecting. <laughs> <laughs> you're so fecked. And cut. So there were a couple of cut? you came up with the words. <laughs> so there were there are a couple of Olympic events that I think are funny that maybe have some of them have been discontinued. Some of them have not. They discontinue sports. How about solo synchronized swimming? Yeah. Oh, I, okay. Yeah. We found a, a event I can compete in. Yeah. I because can because you don't actually swim. have to synchronize with anyone. Dude, so they, essentially, it's dancing in the water. I'm out of sync with myself. <laughs> what I don't understand about things like this, right? So you have synchronized swimming. 
there's uh, then in the Winter Olympics, obviously you have ice skating. Um, there's a whole bunch. Then there's that's because the water's there's regular frozen. synchronized skating. So there's a variety of different. They even have dressage, which is dancing on horseback, right? So there's dancing is apparently a sport <laughs> unless it's ballroom dancing. I guess why isn't ballroom dancing not in the Olympics, but dancing on ice is? Maybe Christopher Reeves was really going for that. What is it? Dressaging? Dressage? Dressage? Maybe that's what he was going for when his he had his mishap. Have you seen Dressage? By the way, that has no that has no business being in the Olympics. I haven't no. even heard of it. It, it literally they just ride around a wiggle. It, no, like, they, so they'll they'll get the horses to skip, and then they'll get the horses to. B- oh, dance they're making back the horses forth. dance. Yeah, the horse dances. Okay. Yeah. I thought the person when you said was dancing, dancing on, horse on horse back, back. I thought the person I was, was like too. standing on one leg and doing flips on the horse, <laughs> <laughs> twerking while they're riding around. <laughs> I didn't know what you meant. So yeah, no, do I know the running man. About. Yeah, the horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen that. Like they do the high knees and yeah, yeah. They'll they'll and they'll skip and they'll bounce back and forth and then they'll like cross their legs and all sorts of different stuff. Yeah, I don't know why. It has nothing to do with the athletic skill of the human. Right. Well, way to go, horse. Does the horse get Olympic? There are many. Do they get an Olympic? Olympic? They do get an Olympic. (laughs) Uh, They get the same oat bag as all the other horses, I think. I don't think that the horse is prized. They get a gold bag. Uh, Which there's actually (laughs) other Olympic sports that don't require any athleticism on behalf of the person. They used to have uh, horse long jumping and horse high jumping. Like you would, you would long jump a horse. Do you, you know how long jump for humans works? Yeah, you run. same same effect, but with a horse. So okay. they would teach horses to do long jumps, and then teach horses to do high jumps. Was it, there someone riding on the horse at the time? Yes, ready, go. Uh, they they did that. I mean, that was a long time ago. I think that was like uh, 1900 was the last time it took place. So I imagine it's been a, few a lot years. of horses don't really uh, fare well joint wise with that. They end up with knees like Darren. <laughs> yeah, probably. There was also uh, in the Olympics, I don't remember what year it was, uh, but there used to be motorboating. <laughs> <laughs> Found another competition I could compete in. Yeah, I could, I could do that one. There we go. Uh, but yeah, there was started a petition to bring that back. It, it was only in one Olympics. I don't you remember. You your own. Uh, like 94 or something like that. Assistant? There, you're my assistant. I'll motorboat you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hair. <laughs> Uh, then there, there's uh, the one you guys. You guys know what the steeplechase is, right? Yeah. Why is that an Olympic sport? Why do they do jumping in with puddles the and then? No, that's not with horses. People oh, do it, the steeplechase. Oh, I thought it was the horse one. No, the st- I thought you said you knew. So the steeplechase event is a bunch of people generally run, running for a long distance, like a mile or or more, and they. Uh, there's also puddles of water, and they jump off of the hurdles into these puddles of water, and then keep running. But why? Is, is to get wet. So the the origins of it is that they is that people used to compete in racing from town to town, and sometimes they'd have to run through creeks and stuff. So and then somehow it got turned into the Olympic stage where people are running around a four hundred meter track and jumping in puddles. And I I don't get it. I feel like they made that track specifically as a waste of money because it's like a normal track, but then they dig trenches in it. Mm. So they, they actually do it so that the regular track is around it, and you actually have to veer slightly to the left as you come around one of the corners to go into the puddle. I don't know. That sounds really dumb, too. <laughs> yeah. All it is is running with extra steps. Yeah, running and jumping in puddles. How fun is that? I've done that since I was a child. My kids are really good at it, too. 
Maybe that's what people just want it to keep going. Maybe the Olympic sport <laughs> is can they jump in the puddle once and then keep going? Because, I mean, you jump in a puddle, it's really hard not to do it a couple times. You know what they should do is after they come out of the puddle, they have to limbo. <laughs> <laughs> that would or, suck. I mean, I mean, running in wet shoes is just terrible. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to... Well, they don't wear tennis shoes for it. They wear the stuff that doesn't hold water. No, they use running shoes, shoe. not tennis shoes. <laughs> yeah. Tennis players wear the tennis shoes, idiot. My bad. My bad. <laughs> They wear like uh, the shoes I have. There's almost no sole to them. Yes, you have no sole. There's yeah. You're you're at most <laughs> yeah. most Olympic events when they wear those shoes. They're only meant for like one yeah. long race or so, four short races or something like that, and then they get new yeah. shoes. So the wet shoes aren't really an issue as far as that goes because they don't hold the water like that. But I mean, literally, they might as well start out with put your head on a chug this beer, put your head on a baseball bat, spin around in a circle for a minute, and then run the race. And then every time you jump in a puddle, you chug another beer and you do it for like an hour. Hey, not for nothing. Not for nothing, uh, International Olympic Committee. But if you do that, you'll probably gain viewership within the U.S. Oh, my God. You'll probably get everyone within the U.S. Just like if they were to bring out uh, the Lingerie Football League. Made that an Olympic sport. Viewership through the roof. The, the The Olympics is great for watching. And then you'll be like, I forgot that was even a sport. Look at that. Haven't seen that in a year. Oh, by the way, this is how you do that. I'm now an expert. (laughs) <laughs> that guy said no 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 he he just messed up right there because you could see that his legs should have landed like this yeah. and he didn't you're the one thing i like about the olympics is it really opens the memes up for olympic swimmers the faces they probably make when they're on a the toilet have you seen those no the ones that do like the three flips in the air mm-hmm, the faces driving. they make are swimming. my bad the faces they make are <laughs> they end up in water yeah let's well, so they can poop but the faces they make are hilarious and people Photoshop on top of toilets and it is comedy gold there and you should look it up. It's something that you would like. You should just print those out and go around to different bathrooms in the airport, stick it up above the bathroom. Yeah. The limo driver would love it. He would. <laughs> so there's another one called plunge for distance. They only did this here. Let me tell you in the 1904 St. Louis games. That's the only time it's ever been done. Plunge for distance. Plunge for distance. Essentially, it was jumping or diving out into a pool and without kicking or paddling or anything in any way, you wanted to go the furthest, right? So you'd go across the top of the water. Essentially, you jump in the water and float and you That's wanted kinda, to go the furthest. So I could do that. I just, yeah, I was just going to say, I jump in the water <laughs> and I'm not supposed to move. Nailed it. Yeah. So th- that's actually a game I've played with my kids before. I bet I can get to the other end before you do and like jump in the pool and just coast. Do you have to be like face down or face? Yeah. Up? The fa- so it's a one minute thing. Oh. So you, you, you don't bring your face up for one minute. And then once you bring your face up, then you, then you could breathe. I thought that was, that was something. Hey man, I could probably do that. You don't enjoy these photos. They're hilarious. I've seen them. They're always gold. Uh, but you just reminded me too, uh, just randomly with uh, my kids. We're, they listen to the podcast where I talk about the game Murder that we play, mm-hmm. and they love the idea of the game Cover Your Mouth and Nose. <laughs> <laughs> They've been laughing their ass off at that for a while, and then uh, they really like the parrot one too. I don't remember. That one. Uh, we're not not for that one, but um, uh, the first person who <laughs> was around when a parrot talked. And then you made it British, and then I made fun of you for that. And then I do, I forgot all about it, but uh, the craziest part was for the people to walk up while one dude's yelling hello at a parrot. <laughs> I about died that. My kids were rolling, by the way. So I vaguely remember that. Oh. 
Yeah, it it was hilarious. You should you should look it up. I remember cover your mouth and nose because that's that's something near and dear to my heart because I do that frequently <laughs> with my children. Or uh, night night with a pillow. <laughs> um, Excellent games you should play with your kids, people. Uh, here's an Olympic sport from 1900: live pigeon shooting. It was kind of like clay pigeon shooting, only with live pigeons. That's something I could excel at because I've done that. Right? Not you, competitively. Not competitively. But you didn't. You could have competed amateur. because you were getting paid for it, which That's you lost true. your amateur status Damn at that it. point. Oh, Damn you can't it. compete if you're not an amateur. It used to be like that. It's not like that anymore. Basketball, like the U.S. men's yeah. gold. That, it used to be Olympic yeah. competitors I'd could not be professional in that sport. That yeah, it would be really cool to just find some randos. Was like, it the, All right, you're the new basketball team. Let's go to the Olympics. The, they lifted that after the 84. Was it the 84 Olympics when the U.S. men's hockey won gold? Was that 84? I don't remember. With the Any, miracle. The miracle <laughs> on ice, yeah, like where the... Like they, the beat U.S. The amateur men beat the Russians who had locked up the gold for like eight Olympics or whatever. Why'd they lift it? Uh, because we were, that's actually a, that was an internal U S policy, not the rest of the world. And, the, oh. and so Russia was actually, that was all professional, uh, um, hockey players. It's like when the, uh, what was it? Middle school soccer team beat the U S Olympic women's soccer team. Is that what it was? I don't know what you're talking about. Sounds hilarious though. Cause oh, it like was, this is, that. this is, I'm not sure if it was high school or middle school i'll look it up real quick but it's hilarious but anyway this so the live pigeon shooting you got disqualified if you missed two birds in a row the dude who won that event killed 21 pigeons <laughs> did he get the seed back I, you know i don't know if he it doesn't it doesn't discuss whether or not he ripped open the gullet but it does say that during the 1900 olympics 300 pangle pangles uh pigeons were dead on the field i wonder who had to clean that up they just turned some cats loose out there. I don't know where the 1900 Olympics was. I'm guessing London. Maybe that's why they eat a whole bunch of pigeon over in London. They love pigeons over there. It's a nasty city chickens. All right, city so here you go. Chickens. It was a Dallas under 15 boys uh, squad soccer team that beat the U.S. women's national team in a, in a scrimmage 5-2. Uh, to two. Did they get confused because they all had the same haircuts? Uh, yes, <laughs> I think I'm funny. <laughs> well, from what it looks so like, so was this a, a genuine competition or was this like the national team? You know, we're just out here messing around with these guys. Well, you know, no, it was it was an actual competition. How like, do you know? I was there. Yeah. I, I'm the one that's reading this article. Oh, if it's on the internet, it must be true. Yeah, I I wonder if you asked the women if it was an actual. Like, were you trying hard? They, they might say no. Because it seems to me that yeah, sure if you make the that. national team, chances are you could probably whoop the tail end of any high school team. Yeah, but you are talking about a male versus a female team. True. So, and literally all these all these under 15 kids are like a foot taller than every other fem- every one of the female players on the team. They were just shown. Do photos. you have to be tall to play soccer? I don't understand I that. I don't think so, but they, I imagine their reach is better like they yeah. yeah so they can get hands even more yeah <laughs> that'd be the best part of that soccer thing oh, i'm sorry hands whoops 
probably the closest to a woman any of those under 15 kids have gotten. So so how about the pentathlon? It's actually specifically it's the modern pentathlon, which is still going on. Yes, What's the things? antiquated one? Uh, so that. when they say the modern pentathlon, it's because the pentathlon has changed over time. The modern one it's started in the... 2016 Olympics, maybe? That's still pretty modern. So that's when it became the modern pentathlon. Oh, okay. That's when it's... Right? So here are the events. The, this What's ridiculous isn't what it is. It's, it's what the events are, right? So um, This is the modern one still, right? This is the modern one. Okay. First, they have to swim. Then they have to fence. Then they have to go show jumping. Then long distance show running. Show jumping? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm curious on that, too. Uh, then long distance running and then pistol shooting. What a hybrid of events. <laughs> the, so I could get, the, I could see the need to be able to do all that. I mean, that should be modern military training. Yeah. Who there. doesn't need to build a fence? <laughs> <laughs> oh right. man. That's not a street run. <laughs> it used to be trenches in the military. Now you build fences. Did no, you hear we could pass a wall? So Jeff Fox, right before the Olympics went to Georgia, he was doing the Redneck Olympic Games. Jeff Foxworthy's traveling around the country, and that was his like part of his comedy bit. And he was like, uh, he he was talking about fencing. He was like, fencing. Okay, they're going to get the list of events and have no clue what this what this means. He's like, uh, all right, let's get some baling wire and sheet metal for this fencing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the only dude out there doing it. Everybody's like, what is he doing? Yeah. But so the Olympic rings. What are is be five old tires nailed together? What is show jumping? Uh, I'm not 100% sure. I'd have to look it up. All right. You keep going. Uh, I want to know what the not modern. I don't know why, why you end with is. pistol shooting. Don't know, but they should they should have weightlifting in there. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you each get one bullet. You decide how it's used. <laughs> I'm going to eat it. I'm really hungry after all this. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I don't understand that, that particular medley of events. I get the bikes, bicycling, swimming, and running. That makes sense to me, right? Your standard triathlon. But Oh, it's, it's on a horse. Nice. So jumping, they jump over. Well, that makes sense. Horse. They have to look good. On a horse. That's another thing, like marathons. I tip my hat to anybody that would want to run a marathon, a half marathon. Because, you know, that's a ridiculous feat of endurance. You know, I spent 20 years in the Army. I hated running every day. Mm -hmm. Even after 20 years, it wasn't one of those, hey, if you do it like eating your vegetables, you've eaten 13 times, you like it. No, even after 18 years, didn't like it. Is that why you but, injured your knee on accident? That was yeah, all air-quoted for those. Five, oh, my knee. five oh, times I did that. Yeah. Before the run, oh, this <laughs> hammer looks like, oh, it fell on me repeatedly. There's all these like dents in your kneecap, and that's weird. But, uh, yeah, that's because you see those pictures of people that, you know, they just lose control of the old bodily functions and keep going. Worth it. It's probably the best poop of their life. Maybe the last (laughs) could be too. I think, uh, I don't think a marathon's that big as far as it goes. Think of triathlon. Like they, they run, they swim. What's the other one? Sometimes they They bicycle. And it's not not just sometimes. sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's run and swim. And what do we want to do this time? First, there's the swim. Last time we bike. It's always in this order. First, there's a swim. Then there is the bike. And then there's the run. And swimming's hard. Yeah. Yeah. And they, that's why, that's they why I'm not in the Olympics. They don't swim just a <laughs> that's little That's why I want to do that, uh, The what is it called? The plunge. Uh, the plunge for distance. Yeah, plunge for distance. <laughs> Bloop. 
I don't think you're air hydrodynamics. I, in fact, I've done that as a kid before. Just been like, I wonder if I can make people think I'm dead. And then like hold my <laughs> breath underwater. You know? Oh, joke's on them. I'm dead. <laughs> but no, like I can see running a marathon just being a little bit easier than the triathlon. Mm. I mean, I, I don't really miles? know. Yeah, 20, 26.2 miles. Uh, it's probably true. I, I would say that it would be easier for me personally because it would be less impact on my joints and I'm a fatty. So this, you know, the swimming, at least I could just take a break and just kind of chill for a little bit and float along. Roll over on your back. Yeah. I don't know if that's how it works, but you're I allowed to, you. Are you? I mean, you just have to swim. They don't yeah. care how you swim. Yeah, don't drag. Everybody swims freestyle because that's the fastest stroke. Yeah, but it is not a, I beg to differ. It's not a short <laughs> swim either. It's what a full mile. Um, it depends on the event. It, yeah, it depends doing. on the event. I want to say that in the Olympic event, it was 1.2 miles. Yeah, that's, I don't know what the Ironman is. That is too far for me to swim. Mm-hmm. Like I down in Florida, uh, thought there was a sandbar out there. So decide to swim out. Let's go to the sandbar, guys. We got out there. There was a sandbar over eight feet underwater, and it took a while to get out there. And, you know, with current, it took even longer to get back. Um, and that was horrendous. And it took hours like we were actually swimming for probably two hours straight. Worst decision. On, oh, not, I, not the I worst decision of my be. life, but mm-hmm. a very poor decision of my life. The wife. I, the wife said the lifeguards were actually pacing back and forth on the beach, debating whether they should come get us. But they probably went. That's too far. <laughs> we'll wait for them to get closer. Wait for the tide to bring yeah. in. Well, we got in, and they're like, please don't do that again. It's like, oh, yeah, no problem. There's no sandbar out there. <laughs> no, we're, just, we're taking five, and we're going again. <laughs> yeah. I would be sounding like Fatty McGee over there. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, when we went to Saipan. On the, there's this little island off the coast, and it's called Managaha, and it's a big tourist thing there. Salud. And they have <laughs> they have a like a, a swimming area roped off. Well, me and my brother in law were outside the roped area. We're too good for ropes. And uh we got yelled at by the lifeguard and you know, we're snorkeling and stuff and we're kind of just treading water out there and he looks at me and he goes, They only yelled at us because you're white and we're out here. They don't want a white tourist dying out here. Like, man, that is some BS. I said, I'm a stronger swimmer than you are. <laughs> if we pretend to drown, we can get him out here, and then he can yell at himself. But was that was any- back when I was in the water a lot, and uh, I was very proficient in the water. I'd actually, you know, my rescue diver cert and all that yeah. stuff. That's all expired now, right? It doesn't expire. You need to uh, refresh oh, really? your stuff. But I feel like that's the same as expire. <laughs> Not really. It doesn't I- count unless you do the refresher. And you haven't done the refresher, so it's expired. I think no, it just kind of goes away. Uh, is it? Is it like milk? It's after the date, so it's expired, but it's still good for a little while. For a little while, so that's how it works. <laughs> it's but like your certificate, you while. still maintain the certification, and it's up to you if you want to do anything to kind of maintain proficiency. So you have the certification, just no one cares. Or, no, or they just look. A, you go, here's my certification, and they wouldn't say, "Well, you need a recert." They'd say, "You're good to go." Yeah. Okay. But even like when I had to take breaks from diving, it was, hey, I'm going to jump back in the pool, you know, do all my basic skill stuff. And that was something that I took the initiative for. It wasn't something that they're saying you had to do, but it was my own, you know, no one's responsible for my safety but me. So why wouldn't you? Yeah. It's a good thing I'm not responsible for your safety. You'd be dead. (laughs) 
No, I get it now. I, the way it was described, I'm like, I feel like that's the same thing. I think Buck was with me there for a minute. For well, kind of, sort of, but then I understood that they, they said uh, you are now certified. Yeah. Well, yeah. I got that part too. Yeah. Maybe just later than you did. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, do you plan on doing some more of that? Not here. The water's nasty here. Well, yeah. There's a poop in the water advisory right now for the bay we're gonna go down to like brownie beach or (laughs) (laughs) i see what you did there that's the dirtiest one (laughs) (laughs) or calvert cliffs and we're gonna look for shark's teeth and the wife's like well there's a bacteria advisory i'm like well what kind of bacteria is it ebola the wife goes fecal i'm like well we're never touching that water again and gotta look look for brown shark teeth yeah i can only think (laughs) how good of a brown how well are we taking care of our planet that the ocean has too much poo bacteria in it, you shouldn't swim. That happened in Hawaii when we lived there. Remember those? They had the the sewage stuff flooded, yeah, and it ran out into like K Bay and stuff. Yeah, it's like how <laughs> it, that actually brings up a topic that I was discussing with Safir the other day. I don't remember where I heard the origins of this, but uh, she and I were talking. Safir is my old, old my twelve year old daughter, well, your like, oldest friend. In in a few days, she'll be twelve anyway. But uh, um, so I was saying to her, I was like, how would you swim in a pool with one dead body? And she was like, absolutely not. And I was like, okay, would you swim in a large pond with one dead body? And she was like, Mm-mm, not a chance. And so we're like, we go back and forth because there are dead bodies in the ocean. That's a fact. And in most ponds. And, the, and there are people who swim in the ocean. So there is a threshold at which it's okay to swim with corpses, but one in a pond was too much. She she decided one in a lake was all right as long as it's over there. And is I, it like, one I, of the I don't think you lakes? get to pick. Yeah. Well, I guess your description of pool was not well enough because and well enough. Mm-hmm. That, I think that's an incorrect usage of that word. <laughs> I don't. It wasn't was good enough. Well enough. I don't think you know what that means. <laughs> and words. The other part is how long has the corpse been there? Mm-hmm. Like, is it someone that didn't near drown? L- and listen, they're to, just there, to and they just died, and you're just like, well. Swim around him, I guess. That wasn't the point of the conversation because she was like, I would never. And I was like, well, you've swam in the ocean. She's like, yeah. And I was like, you do know that there are dead people in the ocean. She was like, well, yeah. I think my limit would be I wouldn't take a bath with a corpse. Again. Or <laughs> true, I've learned my lesson. <laughs> or jump in a hot tub with a corpse. But I think most of the other ones would be good. Or kiddie pool. Like there's the small stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it depends I guess, at the rate of decomp and, yeah. and how yeah, If you get that oily sediment extrusion off the body yeah. yeah they've already bloated and popped yeah i'm drawing the line tell you what if i'm swimming in a pond and something hits my leg and i go down and pull up what was and it was like a skeleton piece or something that is the last time i swim in a pond i have to say before i make that decision i'm gonna see if there's any treasure down there and <laughs> then i'll make that then i'll make that call. cons are known for that <laughs> it's like well i found a treasure chest get my metal detector <laughs> i guess we're good i'm not telling anybody there's a skeleton down here because if there's a skeleton it's been down there for quite a while there's a safe <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if they ever caught bonnie and clyde but maybe so how about this uh, 1912 olympic sport pistol Unf- dueling Unfettered pistol eating. dueling, pistol like dueling. live rounds. Yes, worth it. Nineteen twelve Olympics. So they did. They, people didn't die. So I was going to say, how does that work in the traditional dueling sense? It's a piece of paper they probably shot at. They spun and shot. They were actually firing at each other instead of just like shooting directly at each other. They wore um like coats, like big thick coats. Like if everyone knows de- winter coats are the best at stopping bullets. That's why if you ever get in a firefight, you see 
the gang members wearing big wool jackets. They stop all bullets. Yeah. I, well, that's why I, I, I suspect it was. I suspect it was probably a light load or something. Yeah, they weren't shooting full loads on each other. They still get shot in the face. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's, 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 that's true. Uh, that was Dumb and Dumber, right? <laughs> what if what I they shot, shot me in the face? face? <laughs> that was oh a risk gosh. I was willing to take. <laughs> I never thought of that. That was a risk I was willing to take. <laughs> Maybe well, they had to be really good. They wouldn't shoot him in the face, or they gave a warning. Here it comes. This is one that I would like to see come back. They've only done this once, and it was in the 1900 Olympics. Uh, it was swimming obstacle race. So there were obstacles in the like hurdles, but alligators and <laughs> how do you hurdle underwater? Like so have, you wear you wear weights and then jump like it? the opposite. You go under or something, right? So it's like the bar fight scene in uh, Top Secret with Val Kilmer. So they had to in the like apparently there were obstacles just randomly. So at one point they had to stop and climb up a pole. At one point they had to crawl over a bunch Sounds of rowboats. Like a weekend crawl uh, over rowboats. Yeah, then they had to swim under some rowboats. So there were uh, was it just people randomly on the lake. Hey, man, what are you doing? What the hell? <laughs> I'm fishing here. You're literally just picking out topics that or sports that we could all do. I don't know. I've swam under boats before. You just take the, the second penalty by going underneath the other one. As long as you finish quicker than everybody else, it might make up the difference. Might. <laughs> but I'd like to see something like that again. That sounds like that could be pretty fun to watch. I don't know if anybody would even want to train for something like that, but. I want to see uh, more life or death competitions like that pistol dueling, except you know, life or death competitions. Yeah. I have what a feeling that our Greece? society yeah. is kind like of going ball? that way. Rollerball. Because people have this hunger for violence. Oh, I don't Losers wanna... get fed to the lions. Yeah, no, I don't <laughs> want to see it. I just need people to care more. And I feel like the only way to do that is if they're going to die, if they're not the best. Did so. You... The first modern Olympics was what, like eighteen ninety four, something like that, eighteen ninety six. Use the term modern loosely. Well, yeah. Well, I'm talking about not the ancient Greek Olympics. So one of the when events, they didn't wear sandals. One of, <laughs> one of the events that actually you transferred wear a skirt with the slice in the side of it. One of the events that transferred from that from the actual ancient Greek Olympics to modern the Olympics. torch lighting. No, that's not an event. <laughs> Uh, I make the difference. That's a they very make a big pretty event. big deal about it. Yeah, it was the tug of war, right? Which yes. I think they should bring back. Yeah, I think so. Too. But so in your scenario, there's only one. Way, there's only a gold medalist because there's like a lava pit between yeah. the two sides, <laughs> yeah. and you're literally single tied. elimination tournament. You're tied to the rope. You don't get yeah. loose. So if you're not first, you literally are last. Yes. <laughs> Did you ever read that story, uh, "The Long Walk" by Stephen King? I don't know. I guess that's a no. Well, anyway, that whole thing is predicated on there's only one winner. And uh, for those of you who don't know, it's like a big lottery. So they draw these people to participate each year in the long walk. So they start off and they have to keep pace. There's a certain pace they got to keep. If you fall back once, you get a warning. The second time, that's it. They There's like military people following you and APCs and stuff and they just shoot the people that fall out. So they just keep going until there's one person left. I like it. Sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> how do you how do you get the job of shooting them? I don't know. I don't want to compete. You have now. to qualify I, expert. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want the job of competing. Now. So I, I would want, just I want to be the guy in the Jeep behind him shooting. The tell bullets. you what, I'm going to tell you right now. I already know for a fact I'm not winning that. I'll just stop at the beginning. I don't. I don't want to walk before my death. <laughs> yeah, they blow the whistle and start. 
Yeah. Damn, bucks out. Jeez, <laughs> I didn't know it was a pistol start. <laughs> they really made an example on that one. Nobody's falling back at that one. But you can tell, like, Stephen King wrote that thing years and years ago because, like, the prize was a million dollars or some crap like that. Now a million dollars. I'd yeah. kill for a million dollars. Again, I'd be killed. Huh? And a Klondike bar. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. What would you do? I don't like Klondike bars. I'm very unimaginable. No, no, I do like Klondike. There's a variety of different types of Klondike like. bars. They have the Heath-covered Klondike Those bar. Those are good. I changed it. I changed it. I do like Klondike bars. I always thought Klondike bars were the mint ones. Those are York peppermint That's patties. It. They're not I hate ice those, cream. But I always thought they were Klondike. Do they? Way to not read do, a rabbit. Do they make that in ice cream? They I always thought that's what they were. That might be pretty good if that was an ice cream version that would of a York great. peppermint patty. Uh, mint chocolate chip ice cream is probably disgusting. No, what makes the York peppermint patty nasty is that they fill chocolate with toothpaste. But in the ice cream version, it would just be like a mint ice cream with chocolate around it. No, big, what makes I'm York peppermint patties mint. nasty is that they don't make them in York, Pennsylvania anymore. That could be it. I just remember the commercials with the dude sitting in the recliner. <laughs> takes a bite and it looks like he's doing a street luge in his recliner. Do you do you do you, either uh, one, do you watch Seinfeld when uh, not anymore when uh, uh, Kramer was eating the uh, the junior, junior mints because it's chocolate it's mint it's delicious <laughs> and they lost it in the patient yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> during surgery yeah that was great <laughs> Kramer was doing surgery no he, he was watching yeah, he, yeah. Oh. eating a box of junior yeah yeah mints. he was like watching surgery and eating like it was a movie or something <laughs> like on top of those uh, observation a, posts initially. I think they call it a gallery. So yeah, did, did you know, speaking of walking and the long walk, did you know that walking is an Olympic sport? Currently? I did. What? Currently. Speed walking. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I have to say that is really hard. It is. There are rules enough to watch. Yeah. So like in the army, that's what, instead of running, you can do the walk, right? That's an alternate event. It is. Which in that, the, the rules there are actually less strict than the Olympic rules go shock, you know, shocking. Right. Uh, so you just have to keep one foot in contact with the ground at all times. That's right? the military. Yeah. The military you do with the, with the Olympics. <laughs> you just drag one foot behind you the whole so time. So you have to. <laughs> oh, I did it. Or J- Josh said he just turned around and jogged backwards and dragged yeah, his feet backwards, backwards like a I jerk. Kept one foot. Like, just drug him on the ground? Drug him? Yeah, I drugged him. Drug. He drugged him. He jogged backwards and drug one foot on the ground. Was it somebody else's foot? (laughs) (laughs) Ah. No, it worked. Everybody was pissed off at me. I'm like, it's... I didn't want to be on a fucking walking profile anyways. They wouldn't let me not do it, I guess. So I'm like, all right. So I did. I just kind of... It was easier to walk backwards, too, on the knees. So the rule is this, right? Here's the quote. You have to maintain contact with the ground and not straighten their front knee when the foot makes contact with the ground, keeping it straightened until the knee passes under the body. And then So you have it. to keep it straight. You have to keep it straight okay. in front of you and all the way keep it locked out straight until it gets under you and then you can bend it. Have yeah. you seen those speed walkers in action? No. Holy crap. Yeah, it's every old I'm guessing lady. they all have fanny packs. It's, old, it's every old lady at the mall on Sundays. <laughs> they all have two-pound weights in yep. their hands, too. <laughs> Just pounding it out through the mall. I haven't seen it. I'm guessing that they walk faster than I run. That's a guess. Oh, they're insanely fast. Yeah. yeah. And it is. it looks painful. It do, it's not a comfortable motion, I would say. I mean, it's yeah. something I would compete in, but it's not something I'd want. I'd rather do the run. Apparently, they wiggle their butts the whole way, too. Yeah, sort of a lot of hip action. Yeah. Well, it's because you have your leg straight. You can't really. 
Here, go walk over there with your legs straight until it gets behind you. So there is a little picture, and I am greatly disappointed in the lack of fanny packs. <laughs> well, yeah, it increases drag. And so, you know how fast they're going. They test that shit in wind tunnels. Most of the ridiculous events that we've been talking about happened in the 1900 Olympics, which was in Paris. And, and here is we that go. Because it was in Paris, they were ridiculous, or they were ridiculous. Olympique. Hey, is that the guy's name that's following us? We still don't know. He never reaches out. I know it's very sad. So here is the best event that they ever did. Right? Poodle clipping. <laughs> is that with a car? Yeah. I was gonna say. Just kick open a door and make them. <laughs> <laughs> you clipped that one really nicely. A hundred and twenty-eight people competed in that Olympic event in front of six thousand people, which is way too many. <laughs> and they were stuck there from the previous event. Uh, let's see. The most. Uh, let's see. The winner was named Avril Lafoule, and Lafoule won that was gold. The name or that's what he was called after he won. No, L A F O L O U L E. Lafoule or Lafoule. Lafoule. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's how you know it's French. Yeah. Uh, he clipped 17 poodles. Really? Yeah. Is this like the. the what I have to say is take that, Tokyo. The Bob Barker. Have your pet spayed or neutered? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. Accidentally cut his nuts. We got to have that. The poodle clipping competition is before the mountain oyster competition. Oh, I feel like I have to say this as well. <laughs> so um, it, that crowd of 6,000 people, it was at a park called the Bois de Boulogne. Nice. Yeah. Your enunciation is spectacular for oh. not knowing French. Why, thank you. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's merci. No. It's sheer <laughs> amazement. That, yeah, that was a dad joke. You nailed it. Nailed it on that one. Love dad jokes. Should have heard my tow truck dad joke. I love dads. Wait, what? (laughs) I told a really good tow truck dad joke. My glass is empty. You want more? So there was a figure skating event in... Go figure. 1908. This was the London Olympics. So there were lots of different figure skating events, right? There were men and ladies. They did the singles, the pairs, you know, and all this kind of stuff. But there was actually one where dudes submitted a drawing to the judges and then skated in that figure that they drew. So they dot doodled and then skated in that doodle that they drew. That was an Olympic event. <laughs> I wonder if it has to be like to scale, like it's graph paper and you have to do. Like- didn't say, but this was actually 1908. So the winter Olympics didn't even exist yet. So that was during a summer. Olympics. So how, how so do they, they really tell like world. after the fifth person that goes, do they like, re Zamboni the ice? The fifth person. Yeah, they're like, went. oh wow, I, yeah, that would. Have, have, it looked cool, great. <laughs> Let us. Oh no, that's uh, that is not the right. That was point. a right <laughs> instead so of a sixty degree. It's turn. interesting that you say the fifth person that went. There were exactly three people who competed. <laughs> Everyone who competed medaled. That the third dude probably tripped. <laughs> Still got a bronze. Yep. Hey, showing up's half the battle. It was called the special figures. I'm guessing that was the first crack at the Special Olympics. Yeah, it's the best Olympics. Is hey, it? I could compete in those. I doubt it. Yeah, you're probably right. In the in the Olympics between <laughs> 1912 and 1948, there were stuff other than sports in the Olympics too, like world wars, competitive. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> American sniper was in that one. That's where, that's where it started. United States of America, back to back World War champions, <laughs> gold medal for the U.S. <laughs> 
com- they they had things like competitive architecture. Com- li- what? Yeah, like literature, music, painting, sculpture. These were things that were in the Olympics. Music. What's competitive music? Everybody says well, so. It doesn't say. Com- yeah. It only says competitive architecture, oh. and then it goes into literature, and music. I mean, I'm guessing it was competitive because it's the Olympics. Is it like like M&M that and Eight Mile? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was, it, it was an opera <laughs> battle. <laughs> you guys both like, oh, the shit. same note to start with. Good job. Oh, my gosh. I grabbed three times for him and only two for him. <laughs> like, I'm just curious. Like, I feel like those is Olympic sports. Those is, is or as? Those is. They were. Is. So it's as, right? <laughs> is, those is. is Olympic sports as is they is. was. Mm-hmm. Um, like, competitive architecture. Like, what? They sit down and draw blueprints? Or is the first person to build a bridge? Because like, I feel like that's a long Olympics. All right. Timer starts now. No one gets an eraser. <laughs> <laughs> and go. Yeah, same with the music. Did you have to compose it or like dueling pianos or devil went down to Georgia or some shit? Unclear. Let me see, let me see if there's any clarifying comments. If there's a page two, don't bother. It's not, Hyper- I'm, I'm not going to hyperlinks are not our thing. That's not our motto. Oh, check this out. So there were 151 medals, one for those categories, none of them counted towards the country's medal count because they were stupid. I don't know. They've all since been removed from Olympic records too. Clearly not. You just told us there used to be sports, yeah. but he has oh, no well. records, <laughs> records as re- in like fastest architecture <laughs> drawing. He didn't say they've been removed from memory sculpture with biggest nose or whatever. <laughs> Who sculpted me? How about, do you, you know what ski joring is, don't you? Ski joring. Yeah. Ah. It's where you draw with skis. Correct. That's it. Yeah. Nailed it. No, it's when you. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I totally looked at you. And went, yeah. My name is Simon. I literally looked at there and went, yeah, dummy. No, it's where <laughs> you, you harness up a horse and you wear skis and you go for a ride behind the horse. Oh, I, I thought that's an Olympic say, sport. It used to I be. I thought you were going to say you rode the horse with skis on. So when I first read it, I was like, that's hilarious. Because this is the, the title, right? Riding a horse around a frozen lake while on skis. I was like, that's hysterical. <laughs> I, I don't know that. how you train a horse to do that, but I want to see. <laughs> but then when I read it, it was like, no, like you. The you, horse, just his front legs are on skis. Uh, so it's, so it's still it was still on a frozen lake. But it's like uh, a one horsepower snowmobile. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the Flintstone feet in the back. Let's see. It says, uh, in the event, skiers wore a harness that was attached to the horse, like I said. Uh, they fall down. There's three screwed. Swiss athletes swept the podium. Ruf, Rudolf Betstein, B.B. Toriani, and Muckenbrun. Just one word, muck and broom. You could have stopped it. Swedish swept the podium. Just throwing that out there. It would have been sweet if they did. I don't think they did jumps, but it would have been sweet if there was like little jumps where you had to still hold the horse and like hit the jump and get back behind it. <laughs> like doing a long jump Like you were way. water skiing yeah. or something. You have to slow him behind the horse. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. I'm just picturing the first dude to fall or get hit in the head with a tree and he's being drugged behind the horse the whole time. Well, that would be difficult to cross a lake. <laughs> Damn it. Damn there's it. trees. <laughs> trees everywhere. <laughs> Good point. Good point. It just jumped out in front of me. <laughs> That's how all the trees happen. That didn't make sense either. I know. Hope they didn't get any of that fecal contamination on them. No, it was frozen. <laughs> unless you're, unless you're contamination comes from the trees. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be terrible. The horse, yeah, they'd be shitting the whole time. You're just skiing through it. So Maybe you would be swallowing. Yeah. Got to avoid the horse shit. Those are road apples. Is that what they're called? I will pass on seconds. 
they used to do ski ballet. That happened the last time was in 1992, actually. Uh, 37 died. Essentially like figure skating, but on skis while you're going down a hill. Is that one person or two people? Because it seems to me those skis would get kind of tangled up. They just do it all at arm's length. Doesn't really say. Just says it was a two-minute freestyle program. You could do flips. You could do jumps. You could do ballet-like movements. You could do all sorts of different stuff like that. Said it looked like a lot like ice skating, except on skis. Kudos to them. It is impressive what they do, but it's really stupid to watch. Oh, it's super impressive. How do you even figure out that you have that skill? How do you know you can spin in a, you can jump into the air on ice skates and spin as fast as you can three times and land on one foot and go backwards and shit? I think uh, it's an acquired skill. It, it sounds like it was initially a few drunk bets. Yeah, I bet you I uh, can spin three times on ice skates. Yeah, I could do Holy a spin. Holy crap, this Bill one. did it. You didn't spin the same way I did. You spent that way. Well, then we'll call this one an axle and that one a Lutz. <laughs> I'm no. assuming those are correct, and that made you yes. really so when cool I, for a minute, and then I realized we're talking about figure skating, and then it took, wh- took it all away. So when I was a kid, um, I used to my mom and my sisters would just steal the TV and put on figure skating. So I remember when uh, Nancy Kerrigan got her knee bashed in by Tanya Harding's people. I remember you know, that, that too. I, I mean, I was like living that when it happened. The Olympics were a big deal in my house when I was a kid. <laughs> you felt like you're yeah. Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah. I lived it. I had the same haircut and everything. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, while you were allowed to see the Olympics, my, my parents did that too. So I went into my room and cut myself. Uh, so Not deep enough. Uh, watch them. Did, I hated that for the Olympics. <laughs> so I always liked ice skating, but like I liked the speed skating. Like Apollo Ono. With yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, loved, I loved watching that stuff, just not the figure skating much. See, yeah, because they, they lose their edge on those skates. It's... Yeah, and I t- mm-hmm. they don't do that very often, but I really want... It's like watching NASCAR. I don't watch it because I like seeing them turn. I watch mm-hmm. it because I loved it when they didn't have that flap on the roof. So if, if you're bad enough, they're flying through the air. So if you're watching it to see the people wipe out, you need to watch the Olympic trials, not the actual Olympics. Because these are the best of, of the best there. No, you need to watch uh, Ultimate Wipeout. Yeah, I watch that. Mm. I just wait. Max X. I just wait until it's all done, and then somebody will show me at work the awesome stuff that happened. Like, check this out. Okay. I, re- I really do like watching the Olympics and commenting about how I would have done it differently. <laughs> like, I could do that. <laughs> I would be the best at nothing. <laughs> I don't understand some of the criteria. Like, you watch the, the synchronized diving. Uh, that mm-hmm. was on, and yeah. I... I I think I saw like two dives or something like that. I was like, they they flip through the air and have to do it at the same time. They mm-hmm. land. It's like, oh, they weren't straight enough. I'm like, okay, so these guys are obviously gay and they're being penalized for it. But <laughs> what? They're not, what they're, was yeah, wrong with the dive? <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, you're right. They, they, they were they were they were going like oh, I did I did see a little bit of that because my daughter wanted to watch it and I had never seen the the synchronized version before. Yeah. Uh, and so I was like, yeah, sure, we can watch that. No problem. We were watching it. And there were guys that were entering the water like slightly off canter. And the people are criticizing them like they're pieces of shit. And I was going, there's not a chance you could do that. I'm just I, like watching. I them. couldn't like, even do a synchronized cannonball. Like, do they have a <laughs> line that's on the other side? Be like, all right, that's 100% 90 degrees with the water. 100%. Oh, they were off. So when they degrees. showed it against the other one, so they were like, so you can see the entrance here and the entrance here. <laughs> and the, clearly some of them were like. Perfect. You're like, okay. I see yeah. the difference now, but they kept uh so the first time they did, so the Chinese won that event that you're talking about, the synchronized Yeah, uh, and Mexico the, got their first medal in it. Could I be. Think, I think it's what it was. Uh, yeah. I can't remember. 
For men, anyways. Yeah, I think it was so, a women's one. So, too, but right? the, when they when they kept doing that, and they would enter into the the the, the um the broadcasters were saying that like if it was really good, they were saying it was a Chinese entrance. And so I kept saying that no matter what Olympic sport we watched after that. My oh, doctor was telling was, your wife, no, my, that's my, a Chinese entrance right there. My, that was clean. <laughs> <laughs> Look how straight that was. No, it, it's crooked, actually. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all those pillows you used when you were younger. That would be pretty funny. I'll have to tell that to my wife. <laughs> and then make her smell your They're fingers. Like, Bam, that was a Chinese Does it entrance. smell Chinese? <laughs> What do you smell? Sesame chicken over here? <laughs> uh, no, I did. I was watching that. And I'm like, it's impressive. It was. I had no yeah. idea what was supposed to happen. I'm like, well, it looks like they spun different. I don't know. And then they just, but apparently it was fine. I'm like, all right, I don't know what the hell's going on. I was just trying to catch their faces. Like, pause <laughs> for your my, memes. Yeah, for my memes. I want to make new memes. I did. Those are so 2012. I did this uh, with with some of the Olympic sports that are out there. They probably should have like belly flops, and I would try that. Oh my! From the high dive, yeah. the big old fat you hairy die. dude walks in like, like yeah. that that guy from Van Wilder. Yeah, <laughs> you would die doing it from a high dive. It depends. I, I There's different you, levels of high dives. That's those I'm, are t- like what twenty one feet. I'm talking about the high one. That's I think that's twenty one feet. Yeah, you would die. The you ten meter it. platform. You but you'd have to have thirty some, feet. There'd have to be all kinds of form to it. Thirty four feet. Probably. Like you'd come out and you'd have to look like a swan and shit, and then I you'd have to hold the pose until you're unconscious from hitting the water at that height. <laughs> I would. I just. I wouldn't be a swan. I was just like. Try, jump and try to grab my ankles from behind, but I, would, <laughs> but I would hit the water still trying to grab my ankles. Here we have the typical flounder. Great form, perfect posture, and the entrance was Chinese. <laughs> oh, man. That would be one. The chi- Oh, the Chinese might win. They'd bring sumo wrestlers. I think that's Japanese. Yeah, they totally, totally botched that one. Oh, I'm not culturally literate. Acknowledgeable. <laughs> Acknowledgeable. <laughs> Nobody wants him. <laughs> I don't try to appropriate anything. I try to appropriate everybody else. <laughs> so we talk about the Olympics, you know, and you talked about the viewership that's down. Mm-hmm. I, I think we're hard pressed in this day and age to really come up with something that all of America really gets behind, like formerly the Olympics or racism, you know, even Ending uh, it. even uh you know the 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 space race you know getting to the moon and i remember in school even space shuttle launches being a big thing that that was everybody was behind that stuff but anymore you really don't see anything that everybody universally behind i think a lot of people are behind that stuff still like uh the last spacex where they actually had gopros or cameras mounted on the exterior of the rockets as they took off and i don't know i know shit shit ton of people that watch that it was awesome. I mean, it was really long. I do know a lot of people that watched it as well. I did yeah. not, though, because I personally don't care about that. Neither do my yeah. kids. Well, I mean, I think a lot of people, like, it's a it's a huge breakthrough. Reasonably rockets, all this stuff. Like, I follow that stuff, and I thought it was really cool. I think a lot of people still do, but it's just not stuff that's newsworthy because it's too positive. <laughs> We're not going to make America completely depressed by showing them good things. Well, they that's- still... At, they still- showcase the olympics and talk about who's winning what every night on the news yeah because they're forced to that's fairly positive they're forced to the world olympic committee has them at gunpoint everybody knows that they're scary i mean look they tried to kidnap that chick for belarus back to belarus all right it's scary 
You know, the Bahamas actually won their very first gold medal this Olympics. That's a country? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. What they win in? Uh, it was a it was a lady, and she she won the. Uh, I think it was actually the triathlon. I'm pretty sure she won the triathlon okay. by by a large margin too. She actually set the world record. She wins a triathlon. Just props to her. Period. Yeah. There was a. I can't remember who it was. There was somebody that just smashed a bunch of records this this time around, didn't they? They were just amazing. Was it the? Sh- I, I don't know, but I think it's hilarious because every time they're like, oh, my gosh, he annihilated the record by three one hundredths of a second. Oh, I know what it was. The wife was telling me. Uh, apparently, there was the two shot putters who both uh, they both tied all the way up to the end. They just oh, yeah. like, all right, we're going to do a, uh, a put off. <laughs> I, I see what you did there. That's pretty good. Um, we're going to have you two scissor. <laughs> But I guess they just go, well, can we both just have gold medals? Well, I, I guess. Yeah, that's an option. So they just both got gold medals for it. And they're like, Beth, Fre- Beth, Beth, they're friends. both Beth friends. Beth, Beth friends. But the wife followed, found that. And then on another one, I can't remember what country it was. Uh, it might have been Jamaica. I think it was Jamaica again. They never had a shot put before or a discus. That's what it was. They never had a discus. So they didn't know exactly how big or how much it's supposed to be. So they're throwing like a 12 pound disc. They're out there. That's what they trained for for like a year or so before they went. And they show up and a discus is typically like three pounds or something like that. So they get out there and they Crushed annihilated <laughs> every record ever. So that this, is a great story. But totally. it makes like me really, really appreciated it. Uh, wonder at the authenticity of that with Jamaica. I'm sure still has the Internet. And I'm sure that any Olympic this wasn't coach this year, this was this was before. Oh, okay. It was before they had a bobsled team. Uh, this was way before. But it seems like if someone's going to compete for a sport, they would get the sport requirements prior yeah. to prepping. Well, you'd think, but maybe that country's just me. <laughs> <laughs> then you should be there. Did you know? So this was a while ago. I'm guessing you didn't know. Horse vaulting used to be a thing. <laughs> You would yeah. jump over horses? So it was actually a gymnastic sport. Like you would jump over a horse? No, no. You would do, it would be involved on horseback and it would be a variety. You know how the. You would dive off the horse. Some. There would be jumping, what? diving, flipping, all sorts of different stuff. It was, you know, you know, the men's gymnastic event, the pommel horse. Yes. yes. Named that because it used to be done on horseback. Only there were some other things that were intricate because you would sometimes jump off and then back on the horse and stuff like that, too. Very Roy Rogers. Yeah, can you imagine, like, while a horse is running around? I, I can't even, like, spin my legs around, you know. <laughs> while I I'm pulled sitting. my groin. Yeah, ah. If I sit down in an office chair and spin my legs around, I get dizzy. So I can't even imagine trying to do that while on a horseback. On a horse. On a, yeah. <laughs> That's a thing. On horseback, I believe. Mm-hmm. Only three countries competed, Belgium, France, and Sweden. Belgium won the gold and the bronze. Wow. I don't care. That kind of sucks if you're like one of three competitors and you don't even medal. <laughs> that would suck. Oh, here's that motorboating one I told you about. It was in the 1908 Olympics. It was the men-only motorboating event, and it took place in September of 08 in London. 1908. The average speed was 20 miles an hour. For what? Motorboating. Motor- <laughs> Yeah, motorboat. No, what 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 was it actually they're doing? Uh, Motorboating, motorboating, like twenty miles an hour. I'm just curious. Like, 
I'm moving this they raced table. around the course five times. Like, what is it? I'm trying to There's understand a course how in the water. That's a very slow motorboat, right? Not in 1908. Well, think of the speed oh, of true, anything true, yeah. in 1908. I was tearing it up. That yeah. was fast for land. All right. 1908. Croquet? Crockett? Only France competed. <laughs> no joke. And they bronzed. 1900 Paris Olympics. <laughs> uh, there were four croquet events. One ball singles. Two ball singles. <laughs> Doubles and singles <laughs> handicap. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> now, this was 1900 Olympics. This was the very first time women ever competed, and it was because they just didn't have enough people. Two French women, Madame Brohi and Mademoiselle Orner. Man, you nailed it again. Have you been practicing your French? Mm-hmm. They had, check this out. They had one spectator the entire time. <laughs> I get. I don't know why they discontinued it. Not sure. Croquet sponsorships are down. <laughs> they also used to have a rope climb. There was it was a speed and style competition. So it, the There's goal, a style competition and rope climbing. Yeah, it, it lasted until 1932. Uh, but they would climb the rope using hands only. They would start from the seated position, and they would climb the rope, and then you would get points on style too. It sounds like CrossFit. Yeah, kind of. Uh, a person won, so check this out, uh, American gymnast George Iser competed with a wooden leg, and he won gold. Against a wooden leg, I'm sure. Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I sort of wonder if he took the leg off during the climb. That wooden leg didn't He's have He's lifting a less chance. weight, kind of cheating. <laughs> but, I mean, dude's got you know no leg. Was he Lieutenant Dan? <laughs> Yeah, the guy didn't have a leg to stand on. <laughs> Bazinga. I don't think you can say Bazinga. Is that trademarked? I don't know. Oh. I think it existed before the Big Bang Theory. I don't know. There was tandem bicycling in the in the Olympics before. Nice. And like, it was, was it, it a was race or just if two you could dudes. do it? You could just do it? Yeah, they just had a track. It was up to you whether you wanted to do it or not. It was like an obstacle course. Three-legged race. It's like a bump. You have to go over the bumps. No seat. It went all the way from 1920 to 1972. It was... That doesn't even make sense. It was only a 2,000-meter event. That's pretty short for something like that. 1.2 miles? Yeah, that's that's not very far. On a bike? Yeah. I mean, usually bike events are like 70 miles. Tandem event, 1.2 miles. I did see, oh, I did see uh, mountain biking this year, which was pretty cool. Their course they had, I'd like to ride around that course. I'd probably eat it a few times, but there was one guy that was, I don't even remember what country he was, but they expected him to be a competitor in the, in this mountain biking competition. And he was riding and he made a jump. And when he came off the jump, his bike just did a nosedive and he flew straight over the handlebars <laughs> and ate shit on the ground. He did. He wound up coming in dead last. Because he just sat on the side looking all depressed for a while. He got back up and finished the race, but... Well, that's good. Not until after he licked his wounds. <laughs> Spit out his teeth. Yeah. It was pretty good. And they, But so one of the things when I was watching... I didn't watch the whole thing because it was mountain biking for like two hours. And uh, and so while we were while we were watching it, they were actually saying that there is no such thing as international competitions for mountain biking. And so most of those guys mountain bike on the on like on the side, but all of those guys do the world cycling tour. 
I so. feel like that's pretty much always cycling then. Is that kind of like the World yeah, Series? Yeah, but it's not there's mountain, really no world competition in the World Series. Yeah, it only involves the U.S. and Canada. It's the only world that really matters. <laughs> it's the new world. <laughs> True. And I'm only including Canada because of the maple syrup and poutine. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Canada still closed right now? I don't think I... I mean, All uh, of Canada, just everything's closed. To, well, to, to uh, Americans, nasty Americans. To, to the well, US. I, I feel like most folks. of the world's uh, closed to us. That's true. No, most no, of them want no. us to come. Most of them are like, "Yes, please come." We the terrorists are here. Come die for us. But the mountain biking one, the one I've always liked watching, is more of a, um, I guess, extreme sport where they just they're on top of a mountain and they just go straight down. They have the special bikes. They're riding down a hill. They're trying to control it. Like is that an Olympic event? No. As far as that, I've rented bikes and done that before out in Utah. That was awesome. Yeah, I, you see it people hurt, do I it. I did wipe out once though, and it hurt. Oh yeah, but I've seen them do Bad. it. You watch people do it, and the whole bike will break in half on some of it because it's just so much force. They get special bikes made for yeah. that. They're like super heavy bikes. Oh yeah, I would they're, they're love like to watch that. Bikes. I would love to watch them do that, especially stuff, if they were like backflips awesome. and stuff. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. I would watch that at, a heartbeat. at the base of this mountain. You're gonna hit a ramp. <laughs> Let's see what happens. <laughs> Best decision ever, Olympic Committee. There you go. We just gave you one. I would watch the crap out of that. That, that would be fun to watch. Yeah, because I've seen it before. Just. And it's one of those things like you watch and you're just waiting for the train wreck to happen. I mean, that's the summer equivalent of downhill ski jumping, right? Basically, uh, yeah. ski jumping is too predictable. Yeah, they ski and then they well, jump. they do backflips and all that kind of stuff. I've never seen a ski jump do backflip. Usually, no, it's always well, it depends one. which one they do. You're about they, the big one where the skis yeah. are like perfect angles. Yeah. So there's I those mean, ones that there's those ones that do the big air jumps, and they do have like it drops off for a while, and then it comes up to make it like an. I mean, I wouldn't say it's an easy landing, <laughs> but an easier landing. It kind of hits them on the angle. You could do the same thing with the bikes, but they also have the other ski jump where they do like the flips and stuff like that, and twist uh, sideways and land. Not like the York Peppermint Patty commercial yeah. ski jump. But they could do both. I mean, that would be awesome to see either one of those in the Olympics. <laughs> Imagine just a bike. Because if you land on skis, even if the ski breaks, I mean, you're still kind of landing at that right trajectory. So you might not land properly, but you probably won't die. <laughs> but on a bike, you and then the, the rim could just like crumple in. <laughs> Take the a set of handlebars breaks. to the chest. <laughs> That could be pretty fun to watch. I like that event, Josh. Thank you. So I got the uh, discus one. So apparently it was a gentleman from Baltimore. But you uh, said it was. I know. I did. I thought it was. The wife found it. Oh, I, nice, nice. I'm remembering different stories all kind of coming together that she stole, that she stole me. <laughs> Josh is still not sure what is actually reality and <laughs> no. what just happens in his head. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> that does happen a lot. I'm like, did I? Dude, did this really happen? The wife's like, no, no, it didn't. Uh, so in 1893, Robert Garrett, he was in Princeton, and his grandfather uh, bankrolled basically having a discus team. Um, they made this discus. It weighed 12 pounds, and he practiced on the boat on the way there, thinking he'd have plenty of time to get down. He couldn't throw the stamp thing. I mean, you try throwing 12-pound disc in any way. It's got to go a little bit. Um, he got there thinking he'd have plenty of time to practice, but uh, the Greeks this time used the old Julian calendar. Um, so they started the 6th instead of the 18th, and he's like, well, crap. 
But that's when they surprised him with the discus actually weighed less than 50, five, 50 pounds, five pounds. And basically, it was 25 and a half pounds lighter and four inches narrower than what he was trying to throw. Um, he ended up destroying all world records at that time with, you know, just practicing with something that's 25 times heavier than what's used. Amazing, huh? Yeah, it was crazy. What I think is really crazy is that you confuse Baltimore with Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's understandable. <laughs> <laughs> in these days, in, t- in 2021, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm um, trying to figure out what the old record was. Because the, the record he threw was for 95 feet and seven and a half inches. Now they do it in meters, so I don't even know. Uh, 3.2 feet per meter? Something, sure. something like that. Uh, um, and the dude who won gold in the shot gold. put. Yeah, the dude who won gold in the shot put, I guess. His grandfather threw shot put when he was in high school, and his grandfather loved it and just had it. Didn't go pro or anything like that, but as a kid, he would hang out with his granddad and... They throw the shot put at each other. I guess with the first one to murder the other one got all the inheritance, but um, they How did very brave hearted. Right. So he's been throwing a shot put since he was like five years old or some junk. And he just, he won the Olympics this year. Won all the Olympics. I mean, he won gold in the Olympics for the U S shot put. Uh, no synchronized swimming. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's been throwing play. a shot put since he was five. Who would have seen shot the single synchronized swimming champion? U S <laughs> shot put came one too. They, they, they both threw world records and yeah, that, well, one of them obviously is now the world's record, but it, it only became the world record after another dude from the U S already threw the world record. And then he got beat by that guy that you're talking. That's about. pretty awesome. Like I got the world. Re- oh, damn it. I, <laughs> I had the world record for 15 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> he's they're like friends and he's that dickhead one upper. Yeah. They travel. They, they like work out with each other and stuff. It's, did you see that event at all? Like it doesn't matter whether it's the hammer throw, the discus or the shot put those three, every time the discus or the ball hits the ground, it goes into the ground every single yeah. time. You would think that they would like have some type of like court or something that is meant to withstand, but they don't. They just throw it on grass and it like buries down into the grass every time. There's just a shit ton of them out there. They don't even recover them. There's like this little. <laughs> there's like this little robot thing that drives around, and then they'll like put like the ball on it and stuff, and somebody drives it off while they're fixing the turf. What? Yeah, I feel like that was a huge waste of money. You could just have somebody go out there and do that. Yeah, but it's Tokyo and the Olympics. It's they like want to ch- be like, oh, look at our stuff. It's like a chip they use oh. at golf to mark the spot. They just go out there, boop. Yeah. What was that years and years ago? That guy that got hit in the leg with the javelin. Remember seeing that? Oh yeah, it was back in the you know good old days of the agony of defeat. The yeah, that was Ace Ventura, was right? <laughs> like, ah, ah, he got shot ah, both legs. Ah. <laughs> Speaking of which, I had my kids watch The Mask the other day. Mm-hmm. Loved it. The wife's like, "Isn't that a really inappropriate movie?" I'm like, "Doesn't matter." I know, great story, great story. Yeah. But yeah, no, I remember that. Like he was like one of the judges out there. Yeah, like, did the guy? Throw, I can't remember. Yeah, did the he guy deserved throw it. it. Yeah, of course, <laughs> he was asking for did it. Did he throw it off course? He just threw it so far, and the judge wasn't paying attention. I just don't think he was really paying attention. Yeah, I think it doesn't really matter. It, if, as far if as how cool the story was, no. Was, if there is curious. someone throwing a javelin and you're not paying attention, I don't care if you're standing out of bounds or not. That's your fault. 
Well, I'm just, I'm just saying, it was it more like a Micklick in, in instance <laughs> where they just turn 90 degrees and aim at people? Or if. I mean, it's not like the hammer throw where they're spinning before they let it go. It's a javelin <laughs> misfire. <laughs> oh my God, could you imagine that? It, it like, would act, it would add an element of hilarity to the oh event. Oh my God, see, they just need to make the Olympics more entertaining. It's the dizzy bat javelin throw. If they could take the Olympics and not take it so. Like, it's still like professional stuff, I get, but just take a little bit of the, pro- not professionalism, but they make it too perfect. It has to be at this timeline, at this everything. And I think that's know, called a schedule. Not, that's not what I mean. Yes, they have a schedule. <laughs> I agree. But so essentially like if it you're saying from that, that you, they lose their mind. It's like, no, we can't do this. Ah. So they should just put you in charge of it and be like, yeah, I guess you can do that. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I would be the world Olympic scheduler. The czar Olympics. Yeah. Fuhrer is what I prefer. Naturally. Of course, we had to talk about that. Uh, what? I didn't say the other word. Um, I More relaxed. That's the way. If it was just a little bit more relaxed. Less uptight? Yes. Because it does. Like, it takes away. It just feels like it's, everything's so rushed. And So how about this? What if they did like all the stuff that they do? Because obviously, you want the best of the best competing. You want yeah. to, if you're the best, you want to compete against the best, right? Absolutely. And so you want that stuff. How about for like the last week? And I told, I was talking to Darren about this last week. How about for the last week? Everybody who competed and won a medal has to compete, but in an event that they're not familiar with. Oh my God, that would be awesome. Like, like Michael Phelps is running hurdles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. Right? I'm down. So all these Olympic athletes uh, got gold, and they'll never play sports again because they're <laughs> Usain all Bolt doing wild, table tennis. <laughs> wildly injured. And in a turn of events today, the entire men's swimming team was crushed with a shot put ball. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone from Jamaica was impaled by javelins that they themselves threw. <laughs> that would, uh, yeah, that could be fun. Yeah, I mean, it's just like the X Games. Like I was saying at toward the end of it, it's just all right. They see who can do the best or just like off the books kind of thing. So if you make a mistake, it doesn't matter, but you can keep trying if you want to. Instead, this is like wham, bam, you're done. Everybody get off the stage. Well, they usually have the pre-trials and stuff, like the the, fi- the semifinals, the yeah. quarterfinals. But it's all that. still like that, though. It's all very, very structured, strict. Structured is one thing, but strict is another. I don't know how strict it is, but it is overly structured. And I think intentionally so that I, they can be in their headspace, right? So yeah, that people can get in the right thing, listen to their tunes and punch their legs or whatever they do. And I get that Smack to their a point, cheeks. but I saw you, you heard that too. I took the earpiece off. I don't hear it outside of this. There was like a weird, I think all the neighbors are having a, pool a party. murder party. Well, not all the neighbors. The one neighbor is having a bunch of other people over. Mm-hmm. They have a pool in their backyard. I like the way you would phrase it to start with, like all the neighbors, except you. Yeah, because you're ostracized. Because I'm antisocial. Old, you're the old white dude too. Even ask Buck at work. I'm like, I hate people for the most part. People suck. Individuals. Some individuals are cool. He he usually lets them know. <laughs> I do too. So let, let's fix this statement. You don't hate people. You hate people that are worthless. Uh, not necessarily worthless. You I like hate. people that are worthless sometimes. And you better not say my name. <laughs> See there, there it went. You took it. You, I know I did. I me. was ready for it, but <laughs> see, I'm not worthless. I robbed you. No, I'm just saying. Like, if you have people that are moochers or pieces of crap or 
just terrible individuals, not somebody you like. But if you have somebody that's going to do their job, you may not like them personally, yeah. but you won't avoid them because, you know, they're doing their shit. So, Like people that don't return their cards. Yeah. There was actually somebody on Twitter that did that, like, what's your big pet peeve? And I said, people that don't return their shopping cart. And their reply was, that seems to be very common. More common My than I realized. <laughs> yeah. Actually, um, one more fun story, just because I said human pieces of shit, or I thought that and didn't actually say it. Went to the to- children's zoo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is a great segue to went to the children's uh, zoo. Yep. All these little pieces of shit running around. (laughs) That's it. That was my story. Have a good day, guys. No, uh, went back, and me and the family were all looking at the river otters, and we smell cigarette smoke. So I'm looking around, because you don't smoke in a zoo, let alone next to an exhibit at a zoo. Were the otters smoking? I know, right? How inconsiderate. No, there is this fugly-ass old lady and and her daughter, both rotund pieces of shit, Sitting at the bench so you could observe the otters, like, within, what, six feet from the glass, smoking cigarettes. And uh, my stepdad's there. I'm like, I'm going to say something. That's, like, code for if someone tries to whoop my ass, let me know before they hit me so I can clinch my jaw. (laughs) So I look at him. I'm like, and I was nice to start with. I'm like, ma'am, I don't think you're supposed to be smoking in here. And I didn't hear the response. The wife, I thought she completely ignored me. The wife goes said she's like, I'm 65. I don't have to listen to you. So obviously very mature for her age. I'll be dead soon, man. Yeah. So I waited. She didn't respond. I'm like, all right, just fucking ignore me, I guess. Whatever. And I walked a little bit, and she was still smoking. I'm like, all right, how about this, lady? You're being a real dick. Dick move. And I yelled it in front of all these people because I could see other people were concerned with this, too. And everybody's like, I was very happy with myself. I got that little head nod. Like, yeah, tell her. And then... We were finishing up gathering the kids and her family and her walked out and I stopped, I, I stopped my, and I'm like, ma'am, I hope you have a wonderful day. And she looks at me, she's like, you don't have to be an ass. I'm like, well, you don't have to be a human piece of shit. So, <laughs> and then speaking co- of one uppers, yeah, yeah. Co- coincidentally <laughs> though, the two, our group and their group kind of kept commingling, commingling together the entire zoo trip as we went around Looking at the animals, we kept running into their group, and I kept, like, saying hi to her. <laughs> nice. Don't know if she'll ever smoke in a zoo again, just because I may have made her life that much. I highly doubt you had any effect whatsoever. Probably. She was, she was visibly irritated with me, is a good way to say it. But In my entire life, so I used to smoke. I'll say that. In my entire life, I have only seen one considerate smoker, and it wasn't me. Well, I would like to think that I wouldn't just like smoke in front of like blow my smoke in a kid's face or something, right? Yeah, you're like, hey, but kid, one come time, here. <laughs> one time, my wife and I and our kids were walking, and there was a guy who was smoking, and he was like, "Oh, let's go this way. There's kids over there." And he they like walked around, and I was like, "Thank you very much." And it's actually my kids really don't care, but my wife. I don't know if she really does get headaches when she smells smoke, but she's like, oh, my gosh, for the rest of the day, oh, oh. And then she'll be like three hours later, there's still the smell of smoke in my nostrils. I'm like, I don't think that's a thing. But Here, take this cocaine. That'll help. See, I have have, this is my soapbox moment here. So a few years ago when before somebody left work, we had this conversation because there was hospitals that were not employing people. If you were a smoker, you just couldn't work there. Mm -hmm. Not that. You couldn't smoke at work, you know, because that's your boss's property. That's their prerogative. Fine, whatever. 
But even if you're a smoker whatsoever, they weren't hiring you. And this individual was like, that is a great idea. You know what? It's bad for you. I'm all behind it. And I said, well, you know what? More people die of heart disease every year. So what if to be employed, you had to sign a waiver stating you don't eat any fried foods? Well, that's just stupid. How? Because fried food is something you like and that affects you personally, but you as not being a smoker, not something you enjoy. You're all fine and dandy with cutting somebody else up that way until it affects you. I feel like it would depend on what department you're in. Like if you're a fitness advisor. Like if you're a morbidly obese cardiologist. Yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> you're wheezing. Yeah. Like you're but the, again, it all you're goes the back fitness to advisor and you're in there eating a bowl from KFC. But I've seen like, people smoke a cigarette before running their PT test and run like a 12-minute two-mile. Yeah. yeah. There was a guy in one of my companies like that, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not, not so, necessarily it's not so much, the most healthy thing. Yeah, I, I agree with that all entirely. But don't impress your value or what you deem to be important or not important onto somebody else because that might be something they enjoy. You know, drinking alcohol is not healthy for you either, but people do that. Well, they have rules that you don't show up to work drunk, so I think well, that's the same thing. But they don't say you can't <laughs> have a drink when you're not at work. Well, I, true, but you're not. <laughs> so you know it's how like they, smoking weed and coming to work. You can't, you can't do that. Not necessarily that you're smoking at work. This is one of the things that I find interesting. Uh, uh, so BYU is an, obviously that's a religious uh, organ, uh, university, but they have Bring a, your a, own. a massive ROTC program. <laughs> yeah. BYO, not BYU. Uh, oh. So they have a massive uh, ROTC program, and it includes uh, Utah State and a couple of other universities that are around there. As most ROTC programs don't just operate out of one university, they encompass other universities in the area. And uh, there was actually uh, two years ago, there was a new Air Force colonel who was taking over the ROTC program there. And one of BYU's things that when you go to school there, you have to sign a code of, of uh, ethics that requires that you can and cannot do certain things. One of the things that you cannot do at all is drink coffee. And it's in your personal life. It's period. You're not allowed to drink coffee there and you have to sign something. And this guy's not a member of their church, right? And he's like, well, I will happily sign something saying that I will never drink coffee on your campus. I, I, I have no problem with your rules. I won't do that. But I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that I don't drink coffee at home. And like, well, no, no, everybody has to, you know, if you're going to be an instructor here. And he's like, no. So the, the, uh, the Air Force and Army actually uprooted their entire programs and moved them down the road to Utah State because this one colonel was like, no, I'm not going to do that, which I think is great that he stood up for him. was like, yeah. like you can't yeah. impose that crap on me. I'm a property of the U.S. government, damn it. <laughs> and I have to say, the smoking thing, coming back to that, I mean, I agree. It, it's 50-50. Like, you're going to go to a healthcare professional who's telling you, well, this is what you need to do to be healthy, and then he's going to go light one up on his break. You know, it's kind of, why would I, why would you want to listen to that guy? You're not so, emulating him. You're just going to them for information. But that's that's the thing, though. I, I, maybe I am emulating him. You don't know. I'm just like you in my free time, Darren. Shit. I'm an asshole. <laughs> I don't think that's just your free time. True. I, I've been practicing. I've been practicing. I'm going to be Most the of Olympian. Time is free time. It's, not yet. The 18th, my school starts again, so I'll be busy like one hour a day. But, Look know, out, associate's degree. Here comes Josh. Oh, I'm going for a bachelor's now, baby. What? Cybersecurity. Nice. Might so you well can go. screw up other people's websites. Yeah, I already started with yours, so I figured why not? <laughs> <laughs> no, I fixed it too, by the way. So, 
I went through. I'm like, I don't know where these drop downs are supposed to go. We talked about it a little bit. I, I had think to he add said a bunch to go more. here. I've modified it since you did. Like, I, yeah, I'm like, I think he wanted it here. So you figured out how to do it pretty easy, or yeah, no? yeah, super simple. Yeah, it was. I just kept doing the wrong. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> no, That's when fun. I was doing the building it i just kept putting it in the wrong spot so it wasn't showing up as a drop down it just kept showing up across the top i'm like why is it doing this basically i was just clicking the wrong folder instead of because it didn't exactly say what everything was so i thought i was dragging it to the right spot i was just dragging a main folder instead of a subfolder. so that was the issue i was having so do you think with the olympics at i'm ignoring completely everything you said do That's you think fine. with the uh because nobody cares about that nobody cares about this either uh, do you think the olympics in the future are going to cater more and more to the like x games type stuff where they're bringing in the bikes and boards and all that stuff i believe so i think it'll be more around anything that takes a level of expertise that's on another level so like massive bong rips level. yeah because <laughs> i mean it's the same kind of category of people right physically not lung capacity so how long until we have those like little razor scooter competitions bro landing on razor scooters and stuff i don't know what other sports are there that are like that that would count i mean because you have well they've they've started to adapt the winter ones too for um like the half pipe and stuff like that yeah and sean white uh placed in that and then the x game type stuff just i think it's going to be the more intense stuff like i could not jump on a skateboard for my life and do anything they do period well you might be able to compete with the women that no. was pretty anticlimactic. No, I wouldn't be able to do anything. They, no joke. They were doing like they were like doing grinds, and everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, that was like a thirty point trick." Couldn't do like, it. What the nope. hell? Couldn't do it. I could like, crash. Yeah, I was gonna say I could take a bike off a ramp and eat it really well. If that was an Olympic sport, I wouldn't play, but I'd probably do really well if I did. I wouldn't play. Yeah, I wouldn't play. <laughs> I'm not playing in the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> but no, as far as far as that goes, I mean. That is another level. Like synchronized swimming, I could jump in a pool, maybe do a little bit, you know, whatever. And one and two yeah. and three. There's a little bit I'd be able it's to do that. Jazzercise. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and a lot of that stuff. I mean, yeah, it's impressive, but it's not like you're gonna take a skateboard and spin thirty seven times in the air, which I know is wildly ridiculous on this, and then land it. It takes a level of physical skill as well as uh Endurance, rotation, uh, uh, Endurance spatial rotation. awareness, and stuff like that. I think that you're looking for kinesthetic awareness. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly what I said. Same thing. And then to be able to land it on top of that, like <laughs> physically. Well, yeah, that's kind of the goal. Well, no, I'm saying <laughs> physically to be able to do that. I don't know very many people that can do that, let alone just ollie aboard. So I feel like stuff like that is, is that different the way than all aboard. Go. Yes, mm-hmm. I feel like that's, that's the happier cruise ships ollie aboard. Ollie board, eh? <laughs> That's Canadian cruise ships, right? Ollie aboard, eh? <laughs> Got a moose in the back. <laughs> he wasn't allowed so, on the plane. No yeah, I was say, don't throw that moose out of a plane. We know better. But no, I mean, I can see it going that way because, like, golf. I don't feel like golf. No, was that really was an Olympic sport. It was this year. I know it was. I just don't feel like it. I was like, should what the be. hell? Yeah, no, that's an activity. Just like your that you make a lot of. Money just like by. the underwater. Uh, Obstacle course. obstacle course. It wasn't they, all underwater. True, it wasn't. But, I mean, it could be interesting. It was nine-tenths. Part of it was on a slip and slide. <laughs> yeah, it could be interesting, but I still don't feel like that is at the level of Olympic sport. Like, well, I do mean, we, it, doesn't it depend on how fast they go? 
if they can swim 30 miles an hour, then yeah, I'll give it to them. But no, I mean, like the breaststroke and like what the stuff David felt or Michael felt, David, David Phelps, Phelps, his brother, Michael, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> his, his younger <laughs> unknown brother. Yeah. The stuff Michael Phelps did, like that is hard. I can't do a breaststroke like that. I don't even know how they come out of the water as far as they do. But I mean, that is, oh, maybe they should include hurdles. They don't have to be that high. And when they jump, they have to jump it. Yeah, jump yeah. it. Yeah. Porpoising. Yeah. <laughs> they have to make the noise. <laughs> and when they're done, they have to do the walk backwards with their feet <laughs> on the podium. Yeah, no, that's a that's insane. That level, like figure skating, I knock on it, but still, that's another level of you know physical ability. Okay. That, oh yeah, no, they, sure, I can barely stay upright yeah. on skates, and that's what the Olympics is supposed to to spotlight. These are the best of the best at not hopscotch or playing jacks or some bullshit like that hey, which some of the stuff hey hey nine z's on jacks is no joke yeah there you go <laughs> but i mean some of the stuff they have is just stupid it's like that's not an olympic sport yeah it's not i'm not saying it's not a sport hey but, curling is very stupid but i love curling i, I know no joke do. love watching curling that's yeah, like I, my favorite olympic sport summer winter i love curling and i get that but as far as Olympics, summer curling is a lot slower there <laughs> yes it is and, and the canadian team who won last olympics had a fat dude a like bigger than me fat yeah. dude and i feel like and i was like hell yeah represent us they should put bowling in there i mean yeah right up there right <laughs> Very much in line with what I just said. All of it. Thank you. Yeah. But no, curling. I'm not knocking that they're not fun sports to watch or play or anything like that, but it doesn't showcase the top performance of physical ability for the sports. And curling, yeah, well, cool sport, if, if but we it, go doesn't, by, it doesn't idolize If we go by your rationale, then we should revamp the Olympics to be just feats of human endurance. That's kind of what it is. Not yeah. necessarily. Some of them are sprints. Well, yeah. Because some of them are, I mean, you're talking about like micro fractions that are yeah, that and separate. some of that stuff too but still the person who's going to do that sprint is going to like Usain Bolt he, he ran in the Olympics he was last four yeah whichever one it was he was before but like the level of which he was able to perform was insane so to take what he's able to do and just dumb it down and make it something that you know somebody could put half the effort he put into it and still get there. It's just kind of dumb. I don't think it's a matter of effort because you think like, the be. curling team, I'm sure they put in hours yeah. upon hours upon hours of training, but they're training in different facets. Yeah, which I just don't think that right. that's Right, they're not the, necessarily throwing the rock hard. They're throwing it for accuracy. <laughs> the rock? That's what they call it, the rock. Shoot the J! But, you know, they... Pass <laughs> me the rock! <laughs> well, it's, it's literally a rock. <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't take it for granted. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's based on accuracy, right? So it's yeah. not necessarily how hard you can throw it. It's whether you can... I mean, because I don't know how far it is, but... 30 meters of ice and they have to stop. Oh, no, it I've seen it and time, it is you know? impressive. They can do it. I mean, it's like, uh, really I just like that they're sweeping the ice. Yeah. Yeah. Except it, you don't sh- sweep on that one. Sweep on, on shuffleboard. Yeah. You have to salt it. I think that's wax. No, you salt it. It was assaulted. Yeah. It couldn't really give a, a description though, but no, as far as it goes, I'm again, I'm not saying it's a, not a fun sport, but, I feel like the Olympics are supposed to be epitome of human ability, and that's why they go because it's all right. You you represent the U.S. You are going to show what the U.S. is made of, and that's tip top athletic performance. You want to be in curling? That's fine. And it's not the U.S. is made of. Otherwise, there would be competitive no. eating in the Olympics. Yeah. No, I'm just Hell saying. Oh yeah, and that's what it used to be. It used to go to that, and now it's golf and <laughs> other stupid stuff. 
Like I can't think of them all, but like diving, that's impressive. Swimming, that's impressive. The so you mean to tell stuff. me a diver who you know they're jumping off a platform into the water? That requires more physical skill than swinging a club and getting hitting a ball what inch and a half in diameter. Yes, have you ever done three hundred flips meters? off of a high dive? I can't even do one. Have you ever hit a golf ball straight down the fairway? Yes, I used to be able to do it before my back injury. I had a decent swing. Now it just kind of stops halfway. Like the the head hits the the ball, and I'm just like stuck right here because I can't rotate. But I think my back. I think I mean, you're comparing apples and oranges. Well, I don't, yeah, they well, should be. So I can say that realistically speaking, if I had a diving board that high, I absolutely could do two flips. Absolutely. Whether or not Which it was like the, the ending, the no, entry no. is questionable. No, you're exactly right. <laughs> it's not Chinese. No, that's not going to be a Chinese entrance for sure. It's not. But isn't that the same thing with golf? Right. I can hit the ball like I can eventually get on that green. I yeah. can get on that green. I'm not saying I'm not going to be good. Okay. I'm not going to say that it's like I'm going to hit the water first, but that's why the best and the best go there to do that. Right? I, for the record, I agree. Golf has no business in the Olympics. Yeah. That's uh, as far as diving goes too. <laughs> Like, if you look at them, though, perfectly straight, perfectly everything, I might be able to do the flips. Like, you could probably do the flips, but it's not going to be straight. You're going to probably be whopper jawed. Whopper jawed. Whopper jawed? I got that at Burger King once. Yeah. Mm, Those are delicious. (laughs) Oh, it's it's a very serious injury in the United States. (laughs) Hundreds of thousands of people suffer from whopper jaw. Suffer? Yeah. Sounds like they have the pleasure. (laughs) <laughs> well, after they get the ointment for the jaw. The it's ointment? It's where, yeah, the it's where you get whoppers stuck here, yeah. two at a time. You've never read the electronic mail about it? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little giggle. But no, and I don't, again, I'm not disagreeing that they're not... They can't be sports or anything like that. I'm just saying as far as what we, the Olympic represents, it shouldn't be in the Olympics. Uh, some of the things are pretty fun, too. I like it. The biathlon. Do you like the biathlon? I'm not bi. I know Darren likes a biathlon. Oh, Darren's bi. I like to biathlon. That's all, skiing and then stopping to shoot and then go skiing some more. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Because that's not an easy thing to do, period, is because they do standing shooting for the most part, right? And it's pretty good distance. They also do prone. Yeah, yeah. they're prone to shooting. Yeah. I okay. think that they, they, there's generally and, you have to do. And it's a distance they're cross country. They're doing cross country skiing, right? Yes, they don't just yeah. do it stationary. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have one of those cords. They have to be on the Nordic, Nordic track. <laughs> <laughs> the nineteen ninety special fucking ski machine. They probably they probably still make that. Oh, I'm sure they do. Oh, well, now it's a uh elliptical. elliptical. Man, I'm just on it with you guys. We're yeah, sharing. But I'm talking about with cells. the string. Oh yeah, yeah, the string. Oh, I yeah, <laughs> it was more like I a jump about rope. that one. Yeah. I'm not talking about that one. That was before the one I'm talking about. I'm talking about the one with the and there was literally no motor in it or anything. You just moved everything. Yeah, the fan would kick you. Yeah. Whoosh, whoosh. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's how I know it's working because I can feel it on my ankles. Mm-hmm. Most efficient and ergonomic design ever for a ski machine. If any part of me needs cooled down while working out, it's my ankles. It actually had those wood skis on it <laughs> that slid back and forth. <laughs> that, like if somebody walks behind you, they're gonna freaking get a broken ankle. <laughs> One of the skis gonna come out and worth it. Them. You gotta shave them down <laughs> to a point. Ah. Yeah. It's for the sharks. All righty. So we've rambled on quite a while. For almost yeah. two hours. Should we wrap really? this up? Really? It's yeah, been that an long? hour and 45 minutes. How the hell did we talk about the Olympics for that long? That was awesome. I don't think we talked about the Olympics uh, for that long. It's the tangent cube root rule. Yeah. Tangent cube root rule? Yeah. So if it's cube rooted, it's only times one? What? No, it's the cube root of tangent. Equals two hours, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> 
Gosh. Wait, I don't think you can cube root a tangent. I mean, Sokatoa, right? Sine over cosine equals tangent. Sure. <laughs> math, baby. That's why I have two associate's degrees. <laughs> Neither <laughs> one math. math. <laughs> do you ever, uh, you, you ever see the, the uh, Sherry O'Terry and Will Ferrell do the, the perfect cheer? Yeah. On Saturday Night Live? Yeah. What, they were competing at the Math Olympics one time. And uh, the, I, I remember their cheer was 3.14159, coastline, 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 sign. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking about um, them for the uh, figure skating. I oh, can't, yeah. I can't remember what the what the move was. That Blades he, of Fury or something? Yeah, in Blades of Fury. Do you remember yeah. what the move the, was called? The flying something. Yeah, because if they didn't do it right, a man and a woman couldn't do it because somebody would get decapitated. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that in the Olympics. And like golf. Like if it's an obstacle course, you hit the ball and then you have to like dodge saw blades that shoot up out of the ground. You just described you mini to, golf. Yeah. No, There's like dragons. Like you're having no, to dodge them as you walk to the no, ball. No, an actual windmill. I'm not talking about one that doesn't actually create power. Gosh. No, I'm talking about like you're walking down the fairway and saw blades are shooting up out trying to take a leg off as you go. There are actual hippos on the course. Yeah. And if a saw blade gets you, you tourniquet that shit and you finish the ground. Damn it. That's a par three. Now, I think golf should be in the Olympics. And with that said, it'll be called Murder Hey, golf. if you enjoy our podcast, please leave a, a, a review. Yes. Maybe please. even a comment on your favorite platform. Uh, that way we can get it into the ear holes of more people. Yes, everyone loves <laughs> having us put things in the ear holes. Um, yes, share us with your friends, too. Share our links. Um, they're all out there. We're just trying to get more popular, let more people be annoyed by us. Yeah. I did the put on on Twitter that uh, they said... As a condiment, what is your podcast? I said wasabi because it's not always easy to swallow, but you always find yourself craving a little more. It's not like me on the weekends. Yeah. <laughs> I'm easy Take to care. swallow. <laughs> Bye, folks. Words. We didn't do that part. <laughs>